This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. That was just, you know, not my cup of tea. But today, nice, nice little breeze. Wasn't, wasn't, you know, you don't, you don't take a shower, go outside and immediately feel like you have to take another shower. Because it's either been raining or it's just really hot. We haven't had that, like, perfect weather. So it was good to, to have that today. Good to have that today. 800-919-3776. Orioles right now up 9-3 to on the Yankees. It is the bottom of the eighth inning. They have two more runners on. So as if, you know, a six-run lead wasn't enough, they're looking to add some insurance. We'll keep you posted on that. Here from Aaron Boone following the game. I still can't believe they didn't play Aaron Judge tonight, but uh, it, it's just what they do. I, I was in the car, what was this, Friday, driving to the city. And I'm listening to Bart and Han, and they, like, stumbled themselves into what I thought was a really interesting question. Are the Jets the closest team to a title in New York City among the four major sports? And I'm texting Alan. I said, listen, bro, this is amazing. I'm stealing this from you because I love this conversation. I love this conversation. At the start of the year, you would have surmised it's got to be the Yankees or the Mets. The Yankees are coming off of losing in the championship series. They just added Carlos Rodon. So they're going to be right there as far as contending for a title. The Mets, $340 million payroll, won 101 games last year. They're going to be right there as well. But you look up at the Mets, they're selling at the deadline. The Yankees aren't even in the playoffs as we speak. And by the way, uh, Fangraphs has them winning 85 games and missing the playoffs. So just according to what we've watched and what the numbers say, what the percentages are, Yankees and Mets, not all that close. The Giants, for some reason, are expected to be better but regress. All I keep hearing about is how much people love their general manager, love the head coach. Oh, Darren Waller's having an, an extraordinary practice. The defense was good last year. Saquon's back. You've got an upgrade at weapons. But they're going to regress. Doesn't make sense to me. But what does Vegas say about it? Uh, Vegas says that the the Giants are right there with the Falcons and the Pats, you know, as far as favorites to win the Super Bowl. So not that high on the Giants. Not that high on the Giants. I think their over under is like seven and a half this year. After going nine seven and one last year, I don't get it. I know Vegas you know, typically when you know they say in baseball the tie goes to the runner. Like the tie would go to Vegas. They they just see things differently. I just I I can't comprehend how the Giants are gonna take that significant of a step back with all that we've seen go right for them and all that we love about this team. I just don't get it. But the Giants aren't you wouldn't say the closest team in New York City to winning a championship. The Rangers just hired a new head coach. The Islanders haven't won a playoff series since twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one. So are the Jets right now the, the closest team to a title in New York City. Is it the New York Jets? Doesn't it have to be? Doesn't it have to be? And I don't want to come off as a homer because, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard fan who is, who is just so, so eager to see what this season is going to bring. It's been so damn long since I've had anything 
to look forward to when it comes to this football team. But right now, you know, talking about Vegas, they have the Jets tied with Dallas for the six best odds to win the Super Bowl. So doesn't the answer to that question, which New York City team amongst the four major sports is closest to winning a championship, doesn't the answer have to be the Jets? It has to be, right? The Knicks, yes, won a playoff series last year. They don't have a soup they don't have a superstar. The Knicks don't have a superstar. So because of that, they're not close to winning a championship. The Bucks brought all their guys back. They're gonna be right there. The Celtics just locked up Jalen Brown. They traded for Chris Porzingis. I think they're gonna be excellent next season. We'll see what happens with Philly with the uh, Harden situation. Miami, uh, we are waiting on the Dame Lillard sweepstakes to finally, you know, hit an hit, hit a you know an end to it. So we we are waiting to see what happens with them. But they were just in the NBA Finals, so the expectation is that they're going to be right there. I saw Jared Allen say uh, about his Cavs, the lights were brighter than uh, they expected, which led to that. The egg they laid in the first round against the Knicks where they disposed of them in five games. So the Cavs should be a, a, a really good team. The Knicks will be good, but they're not a play, They're not a championship contender, especially if their best player is either going to be Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson. The Nets going through a bit of a rebuild after parting ways with Durant and Irving. So they're not there. It has to be the Jets, right? Am I wrong about this? 800-919-3776. Hit me up on Twitter, Ty D. Butler, and Instagram as well. The Jets, to me, have to be, in answering this question, the closest team to a title in New York City among the four minutes sports. you got a Hall of Fame quarterback who is just you know, one year, one full season removed from the second leg of his back-to-back MVPs. And he struggled last year with a broken finger, but now he's healthy. He's got uh, a breath of fresh air with a new organization. He is, you know, reunited with the offensive coordinator who he adores, who helped, you know, tap into that 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 potential of winning, you know, back-to-back MVPs, which he cashed in on. Top five defense, got some weapons. Looks like Dalvin Cook, that could be a Jet at some point this week. We saw. A lot of buzz around the, the team facility, the training camp. They, Dalvin Cook's being serenaded with chance. I mean, there's a lot going right for this team. And I don't want to make that mistake and commit that egregious crime of, you know, winning the offseason translates to you winning uh, during the regular season and winning in the playoffs. No, but just looking at the landscape of these teams, just as far as the short term, I this is the one you have to feel the best about, the Jets. You have to feel the best about the Jets looking at all the other teams. Who's closest to winning a championship? The team I feel best about right now is the New York Jets. 800-919-3776. Aaron's in the car. What's up, Aaron? Taekwondo. How's it going, my man? What's going on, Aaron? What's going on, brother? Holler at me, man. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, first of all, big shout out to the company, of course. Of course, um, man. Yeah, Were you at I the just, softball game yesterday? I was. And speaking at the uh, speaking about the weather that you were touching on, like we were getting announcements like while we were on the field that the heat index was like over a hundred. So oh, they were saying if you if you're not on the field playing, please stay in the shade, stay hydrated because it's dangerous out there. 
and yeah, it, it sure was, was. like i drank a gallon of water i felt so dehydrated when i left there oh man listen i i i did see on on instagram there was a lot of uh love being shown to the company uh, i saw i saw my homie rosenberg on there giving his little running his shout outs which i thought was cool because i know there's been some some beef between you know the company and the k show so it was good to see him running those shout outs on the gram i saw um, I got Grasa, Pull Up, Paddle Keith, Anita Mark. So the company was getting a lot of love, a lot, lot of love at the softball game. Y'all, y'all showed up heavy and was rewarded for that with a lot of love. No, it's, it's all love. And, like, big shout-out to, you know, Rosenberg and obviously Don LaGreca. It's a great cause. It was a great time. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have our fun on the radio, but it, it's all love at the end of the day. And we have nothing but, you know, admiration and respect for those two as well as Kay in that show. Like, DNR is our number one, but they're very close second. So That's cool, Absolutely. man. That's cool. Good to hear. I know you wanted to weigh in, on, weigh in on, on some of the stuff we were talking about. So what's up? What's on your mind, bro? Yeah, man. Like, I, you know, I, I realized, obviously, seven runs allowed by Luis Severino in the first inning. Side note, I can't wait for him to be off the team because I think he's an absolute scrub. But um, the, the fact that they bench Judge in such a pivotal game, like you have, a, you have an off day built in for travel tomorrow. Like, why couldn't he DH tonight? And like, I, I, I get, get it. it. Like, you know, like it's it's the, you know what they're gonna chalk it up at the end of the day. Hey, you know what? Like, we we did the right thing because to trot him out there in a in a seven nothing deficit wasn't wasn't conducive to winning in the long term. But these games are so pivotal. Like we have you have three against Baltimore, and then we go we go back home three more against Tampa Bay and, and four against Houston. Like these next 10 games could, could very well break our season if it goes the wrong way. And yeah, it's, this it's, decision – oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's mind-blowing. And, no, they don't have an off day tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow at the stadium. They start the three-game series against Tampa. But to your point, Aaron, because they have been built around Judge to the point where they literally – and we've seen it for an extended period of time going back to last year – it's become Aaron Judge or bust. Because of that, when he's healthy enough to play, you got to run him out there. You, 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 have, you to. have to. Even if you feel like you're running him into the ground, it's really your only chance at competing and contending. So third game back, I'm sorry. Like, well, I hate to do this to you, buddy, but you're the captain for a reason. We just gave you a bunch of money. We need you out there in the biggest games of the season. Absolutely. And, you know, the, fr- the most frustrating part of it is to me, it's it's – it's a decision being made that by people that aren't even baseball people. Like, you know, Aaron Boone's not making that call to sit him down. You know, it's coming from Cashman and the analytic dorks that never played baseball a day in their lives. They don't believe in hot or cold. It's just like the way, the way that they're running things now. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's more like a business. It's, they're, very, they're happy making the playoffs and making as much money as they can. They care about the bottom line at the end of the day. And, you know, it's it's it shouldn't be that way. Like when George was running things, it was about winning first and foremost, and he would spend as much money as he had to to do so. And that's yeah, not how they it. run things anymore. I hate it, man. And I appreciate the call. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the love. It's it, it's it's baffling to me that in these big games, this is this is such an important stretch. As far as you know, getting a, a pulse of where this team is against three of the best teams in your in your league, guys, you're gonna have to go through if you are you know positioning yourself to win a championship. 
it's the finale of a three-game series that you desperately need to win, and you're resting your player on the third day of him being back from injury. Uh, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. does not make sense to me. Let's go to Neil in Hell's Kitchen. He wants to weigh in on the conversation about uh, which team in New York City, of the four major sports, is uh, closest to winning a championship. What's up, Neil? What do you got? Well, yeah, I got you right now. It's Jets followed by Rangers followed by Buffalo. But um, that's pretty much it. No one else has a shot. Knicks are nowhere near it. Rangers are close. Devils might be close as well. Um, but it's definitely in either football or hockey. Um, am I Wanda, wrong for not include? Am I wrong, Neil, for not including the Buffalo Bills because like they're kind of a New York team, said, but not really. You said New York. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said New York. So I guess yeah, <laughs> sure. I guess so yeah, good. sure. So, I mean, we'll include the Bills. I, no, too. I want to touch base a little bit about the Jets right now and what people are not looking at um, because um, it, it, everything with Rogers coming in has changed the landscape greatly, but there's a couple of things that no one's really touching base on. One is the running back situation with Hall. Okay? Um, he is going to play against non-prevent run defenses when he's out there. Last year, if you, if you remember correctly, he was breaking them loose and he was killing it because teams, and he's just that good, but teams were playing against the run because we couldn't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So now, if he's going to go up there and there's going to be a defense with a backed-up secondary and a, and a shorter line in front of him, he's going to have a tremendous season. And, and Rodgers right. is allowing him to go up against pass defense and play the run. That is such a great point, Neil. It's an excellent no point. One, and I'm going to be honest, it's one that I haven't focused too much on, and I appreciate the call. I think part of it is because I've been so concerned about you know, this idea that they're going to hit the ground running. Like, this is a significant injury he's coming off of. And I, I understand that science has advanced and technology has advanced to a point where the torn ACL isn't a deal breaker. It's not career ending, but it's still a very significant injury. And we've seen you know, right across town how long it took for Saquon to regain form. It took him a couple of years to get comfortable. There's a, a psychological hurdle you have to overcome. And then, you know, physically, they, there's a lot to be done there. Uh, you know, in terms of getting back to where you were. Uh, so I think that is why I've been more focused on, you know, the timeline and him c- and coming back and not so much on the point that you just made, which I, fo- I feel is brilliant. Last year, the success he had, albeit a smaller sample size, got us so excited because, you know, when's the last time we, see it, we saw a, a, a Jet offensive player be this explosive, be this game-changing? And you saw the numbers. Or forget the numbers. You watched the games. Look at how, how different this team was on offense once he got hurt. They were not the same. He is a special player. So now put him behind what should be an improved offensive line with one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever done it. Teams can't just stack the box and say we're going to you know sell out for the run and force the quarterback to pass when Aaron Rodgers is the guy throwing the passes. And you've got Lazard and, and Wilson on the outside and Randall Cobb in the slot. And then your, your tight ends. With the upgrade at quarterback, it, it is going to provide a significant boost for Brees Hall whenever he is able to come back and be healthy. So what a great call by Neil. 800-919-3776. We'll get to the phone calls that are lined up right now. Want to get your thoughts, guys, on the 
New York City team of the four major sports closest to winning a championship. I say it has to be the Jets. You agree or disagree? Hit us up. Ty D. Butler on Twitter. 800-919-3776 on the phone lines. Yankees just lost 9-3 to the Orioles, so we'll discuss that as well. Still a whole lot to do as we march toward midnight right here on 987 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. And enjoy a meal. And, yeah, it's family style. I, 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 I'm I sitting there ready, ready to order two separate entrees. And uh, the, the waitress comes up to me, and he's like, yeah, nah, you don't need to do that. This is going to be a family style type of situation that could feed four to five people. So you're going to be overwhelmed. And I'm like, nah, I'm hungry. You don't know what you're talking about. That food came, and I was stuffed. Still got leftovers to this day. Uh, so it was a good experience Friday. I, I want to acknowledge that people hit me on Twitter, Ty D. Butler, Instagram as well, 800-919-3776. Get on the phone lines. You want to talk about the Yankees who just lost in Baltimore to the Orioles. They dropped the series two of three ahead of coming back to Yankee Stadium where they'll play seven games, three uh, against the Rays and then four against the Astros. Could Verlander be back in Houston? Could he be back in Houston? We shall see. But we're talking about which New York City team of the four major sports, of course, is closest to winning a championship. And want to get your thoughts on that. 800-919-3776. Allen is in Uniondale and wants to chime in. What's up, Allen? Yo, yo. Yo, my guy, Ty. Yo, what it do, baby? Hey, nah, man. I'm over here chilling. Yo, bro. You know what's crazy? The first time you had your first radio show, right? It was literally your time, and I and I talked about like how your, your your music came in. I was like, yo, bro, why are you not putting politics as usual? Or um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, it ain't hard to tell. Remember I said this? Yeah, playing the tunes, man. I don't yeah, control the I'm music. Like, yo, bro, I... you know what I need? Know, know what I need now, bro? Why can't that be my music when I call? Why can't that be my music when I call, bro? Because if you're not going through it, can I use it? <laughs> wait, wait, you, you, you saying you're, you saying you make music? That, is that what you saying? Uh, no, I'm saying that when I call in, oh. I, shout out to the company. Shout out to the company. When I call oh, you're in, you want your own intro song type situation? Yeah, bro. Like, can I, I get some got... like, politics as usual? Can I get some? <laughs> can I get some? It ain't hard to tell. Like, oh, Alan Listen, from you... Uniondale. Oh, Alan and the Money Truckers calling in. Oh yeah, yeah. Get get his music on. You gonna have to run that. You gonna have to run that by the producers, my G. They 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 do all the, the oh, okay. of, you, of what's happening you, behind you. the board. I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna add more responsibilities to their slate. It's Sunday night, ten o'clock. I mean, I mean, do true, I really true, want them true, doing true, extra true, stuff? True, true. But if that's something you want, you got to run that by Chantel and Julian. They'll hold you down. True, true, true. Now you're right. I don't want to give them too much extra work anyway. Word, you're right. <laughs> but um, now let's go to this. So boom, right? Like I, you know, we we Jets guys. Like you like the Jets. That's our team. So um, yes, right. You know what's crazy though? These Giants fans, bro. They talking spicy. Like yo, you know, I'm hearing Giants fans saying they're gonna win 12, 13 games this season. Yeah, they out of their mind. That's crazy. Out 12, 13 mind. games. Like, they, they they completely forgot like the last the last schedule they had last year. Was a cakewalk. Twelve, thirteen games in that division. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it right? happening. And and they play the AFC East, where you could get three playoff teams in this division. Yeah, exactly. and I think they're gonna the lose Dolphins, to us anywhere. And the Bills. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I don't, I, like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me 
swerve. So that's what I'm on. Like, they they crazy for that. Like, the Giants fans is getting spicy. They talking spicy. And then, you know, like, just talking about this whole baseball stuff with the whole Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, Aaron Judge. Bro, bro, we just lost to the – yo, man, I'm not going to hold you, bro. It looking like a fire sale, man. I'm thinking also oh, fire said- sale, bro. Everybody got to go except Cole and Judge. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I appreciate the that. call, Alan. I appreciate the call. Listen, a couple things. That's not happening. Uh, the Yankees right now, I believe this is updated. I want to make sure it is on the old ESPN.com wildcard standings. The Yankees, uh, with 50 losses on the year, are now three games back of the Astros for that final playoff spot. Also three games back of the Blue Jays. As long as you are within striking distance, as long as you haven't completely buried yourselves, they can convince, they can convince themselves that they're still in it. Now the judge is back, you get... Nesta Cortez Jr. on the way back. You get Loisica. It's going to help solidify that bullpen. There is, I, I think, a 0% chance they're going to have a fire sale at the deadline. There's too much talent on this roster that they can talk themselves into back of the baseball card conversation. That, you know, that it, it ad nauseum. It's, well, this guy's not going to be this bad, even though through two-thirds of the year he is, he has been bad. They, they can convince themselves not to do that. As far as the Giants are concerned, I want to make it clear. I don't think they're a 12 or 13 win team, but I don't think they're, it's, they're gonna, it should be accepted that they just take a step back. You could win 10 games. You could win 10 games. I'm looking forward to this, though. Giants struggle. Jets are doing well. It'll be the first time in a long time where we get to you know talk our talk to the Giants fans. Us Jet fans get to poke our chest out a little bit. Hard to do that when you're 13 years removed from your last playoff appearance. Let's go to Aaron and Cedarhurst. Wants to talk about the Jets. What's up, Aaron? Hey, how you doing? Second time caller just tonight alone. Anyway, What's going on, man? I, I want to weigh in on the uh, closest New York City team to winning a championship in the four major sports, as you've been uh, harping on about all night. And I like the conversation a lot. Let's do I it. feel What's a little up? bit disrespected as a New York Ranger fan. And let me, hear me out. I hear what you're saying about the Jets. You know, it's exciting. Aaron Rodgers, total game changer. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to the AFC, you know, you got to get past the Buffalo Bills, the the Chiefs. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. Rodgers is, is approaching, you know, 40 years old. There, you saw what the Jets did last season or didn't do last season. It, it's not going to happen to the Jets. I'm sorry. Maybe they'll come close to the playoffs. Who knows? As for the Rangers, they got, you know, Shesterkin, arguably the best goalie in the league. They got Adam Fox, former Norris Trophy winner. They got a bunch of other mad superstars like Zibanejad and Panarin. You know, Kreider's a dog. And uh, I think that's why the Rangers are the closest team to winning a championship. And, uh, you know, maybe even the Yankees will be ahead of the New York Jets. Maybe not this year, but the Yankees are closer so, than the Jets as well. But, yeah, so, so it sounds one. like you're just you're just down on the Jets. So this, this, so this is not more about I'm the an, Jets. I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Oh, we played it just uh, yeah. We we played the Raiders this year, so yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, we are gonna play the Raiders this year, so maybe me and you're gonna have to you know do a little do a little bet on the side. See what see what's uh, popping in that regard. But Aaron, my thing yeah. about the Rangers, it's not it's not that I don't think the Rangers can be good. You know, obviously we we saw them just last year they were in the conference finals. It's just that they lost in round one this year and then fired their head coach. So I think that because of 
like the, the the question mark there and how this team is going to to perform in year one with you know Laviolette. That's that to me is a, a ginormous question enough to keep them from being number one. But I hear you. It's not like I'm dismissing them. Uh, they're they're yeah, right that, there. We see there, we, we see fair. they have a lot of talent. We they they have a lot of talent. It's just coming off of you know losing to the Devils in the first round. Now you got a new head coach. I got to see something happen first before I can I, I can exa- I can anoint you there. And I appreciate the call, Aaron. I guess the retort to that would be Ty. Uh, you got to see more from the Rangers. Your Jets haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. Rodgers had a bad season uh, last year. He hasn't won a championship since 2010. And I think that that's fair. I, I, I say that's fair. If I'm going to have question marks about a team because they have a new head coach, because they're coming off a year they underperformed based on what the expectations were, then I've got to ha- I got to keep that smoke for the team that hasn't made the playoffs in damn near a decade and a half. So I hear that. It, 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 it's fluid here. It's fluid here. I'm just saying, based on what I'm watching with all these teams and the Yankees, I'm sorry, you can't give me the Yankees. I, I, there is a better chance that they miss the playoffs than it is that they win a championship. And I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I just got to keep it a buck. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll continue to talk about that. I see people want to also talk about the fight last night between uh, Bud Crawford and Aerosmith Jr., so we'll get to that as well. Still a whole lot to do. 90 minutes to play with on the program. Ty Butler going until midnight right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Ty Butler Show on 98.7 ESPN. Dave's in the car wants to talk. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for having me on. Um... I'm a big boxing fan. I watched the fight, not last night, but I watched the replay of it with no volume. I really think after the first and second knockdowns, I think I had it in my mind that Spence was concussed. It was just like he's hurt. He's not himself. And I watched a guy on HBO, a Russian fighter years ago, who was pointing to his head and he ended up slipping into a coma and, you know, he nearly lost his life, and he can never, like, be normal again for the rest of his life. So I had this with me since I saw the fight, and now they recently surfaced, a video surfaced of, of Spence walking to the medical tent after the fight down the hallway, and he was completely wobbly. Like, it was like watching a receiver get hit. I think people need to keep an eye on this. I think, I think boxing should not let the triggered uh, rematch happen in December. It'll be very interesting to see how this plays out, especially since this guy, Spence's dad, was a federal uh, FedEx worker who, you know, took control of his son's career and, and, you know, has put the team around him. It'll be interesting to see. And he's in the corner, so it's like he let his son take a lot of punishment. I hope he's okay. And I just, you know, obviously we all underestimated. I didn't underestimate him, but we underestimated Crawford. I just wanted to touch on that. Get your thoughts on that. And one more item with the Giants. I And I believe in what the other caller said earlier. The schedule saw for the Giants last year. Six of the games were won, I think, by um, maybe three or four points. They won six close games. Yeah. Danny Jones, three years ago, two years ago, they would have got him out the league. A lot of people wanted his head on the platter. So let's be realistic. You're going to put this guy in a pass offense similar to what Dabo had in Buffalo, and you think he's just going to be this masterful quarterback? 
I think Giant fans are in over their head, and they're overrating the receiver, Waller, who came over from the Raiders. He's had an injury play career yep. and other issues as well. What do you think? No, I agree with you, and I appreciate the call, Dave. I'll get back to the boxing in a moment uh, when we talk about the fight. But as far as the Giants are concerned, I, I going into next year, and I've mentioned this uh, on prior shows, going into next season, you want to start to unleash Daniel Jones. You want to start to get him comfortable running an offense and having the training wheels off. I think it was very clear last year uh, because of his limitations that he had shown in the past, because of the turnover problems and the injury history, they were going to not put him in any situation where the, the panic would strike in and he would become a disaster. Like There was a fumbling issue. There was a, you know inaccuracy issue. He's just making bad decisions all over the place. Let's simplify the offense and put him in positions to be successful. We're not going to you know air the ball out because we saw the Giants were one of the like as far as you know, twenty yard receptions and, and twenty yard passes, the Giants were not top of the charts in that area. They were a, a team that did not throw the ball deep a ton. It was Saquon Barkley responsible for forty percent of their offense. But I do think if you have, uh, you know, a path to winning a championship, if you have aspirations of winning it all, you've got to become more evolved and nuanced offensively, and it starts with your quarterback. So Daniel Jones, I mean, you just paid him $160 million. You're going to have to open up the playbook for him. You can't continue to safeguard him because what's going to happen is teams are going to get more tape on him, more film, and with those limitations, he'll become exploited. So I think that they are moving toward a place, Not you know, it's not going to be immediately felt, but they're going to move toward a place where the responsibilities are going to you know, hit him and he's going to be asked to do more. So much to whom much is given, much is required. And that is not, you know, something that is circumventing the quarterback of the New York Giants. That is definitely going to happen. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Chris in New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Uh, yeah, just calling just to say, uh, I've been a season one for the Jets for 15 years. And all this going down is, like, truly surreal. I'm just waiting for the, the trap door to give out. And, uh, you don't know when that's going to come, but as a death fan, you always know it's coming. Yeah. And, uh, I've been to the training camp three times this year, and seeing the connections between Garrett and Rogers has been unreal. And uh, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, Dalvin Cook's not just playing us to get more money. But uh, we'll see. It's hard, hard to be not optimistic, but it's also hard to be optimistic. Yeah, I hear you, Chris. It's I appreciate the call. It's hard to be optimistic because you're conditioned as a Jet fan that when things feel too good to be true, they typically are. When you are, you know, a win away against a non-playoff team, a team that is has should be packed in, a win away from the playoffs in 2015, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to throw three interceptions in the second half. You are Doug O'Brien. Like I, I can go chapter and verse with. You know, being in a situation that is favorable, where prosperity is right at your doorstep, and you're just kicking it right down the stairs because you just can't handle it. So would it shock me if something goes wrong next year, significant injuries, coaching comes apart, it is a giant dumpster fire? No, it wouldn't shock me. But I'm trying my best to go into this situation that does give me trepidation. Uh, that does sometimes feel too good to be true. I'm trying my best 
to just say, you know what, I'm going to enjoy it. Because I have to. I have no other choice but to. 800-919-3776. When we come back, I do want to get into the Spence Crawford fight last night. It was, to me, both a big night for boxing and one that was somewhat disappointing. I'll talk about what that means coming up. Ty Butler going until midnight right here on 98.7 ESPN.